Hello, everybody. It is your boy Sham coming at you with yet another episode of The Boy and the Journey. <laughs> Happy Monday. I hope you guys are having a super fantastic day, and I hope that you guys woke up today coming from a place of gratitude. Happy Mother's Day, a late Mother's Day to all of the fantastic, wonderful, strong, and beautiful women who are single mothers and all mothers in the world in general. Period. Happy Mother's Day. Shout out, moms. Love you. Guys, today is Monday, so I hope that you guys are ready to tackle and conquer another week because I have another amazing clip for you guys to help you guys get motivated and inspired to help you guys think on a deeper level about what it is that you really need to do in your lives to improve, to become the best versions of yourself. I hope that you guys are willing to work, work, and work, and I hope that you guys are willing to invest in yourselves by putting in the time, reading the books, doing the small things to improve every single day. Today, I have Lisa Nichols on the show, and she's going to be talking about rescuing yourself, how you have to take control of your life, how you have to become and own your story. Here's Lisa. Okay, folks, this, this is going to be one of my favorite segments right here. Let me ask you a question. Do you want to turn your life around, but you're stuck? Have you been struggling to make ends meet and can't seem to find a way? That's a big problem out there today. Well, my next guest has answers and a lot of secrets to breaking through. She is a six-time best-selling author, one of the most sought-after motivational speakers out there. She's a millionaire entrepreneur, and she is a true inspiration. Please welcome my friend, Lisa Nichols. <laughs> Hey, Lisa. Hey, darling. How are so you nice feeling? Nice to see you. Good. I'm wonderful. This is great for you. What's been your biggest accomplishment, you think? Bouncing back, number one, is refusing to listen to the negative chatter in my own head, refusing to uh, listen to other people's perception of me, creating something from absolutely nothing. So I got, you know, there's the books, there's the TV, there's the, all that stuff. But my biggest accomplishment is being willing to give myself a thousand second chances. And every time I got to 9.99, I pressed reset. Yeah. I didn't ask permission. I gave notice. Yeah. At some point, I have to stop asking, can I be great? Can I be brilliant? Can I be okay and still be accepted? I just stopped asking permission and just gave notice unapologetically, not in a braggadocious way, not in a way that shrunk anyone else, in right. a way that said, I only got one life, and I'm going to ride this one until the wheels fall off. And then all the other stuff came. Wow. As a result of a decision I made. Right. But it was a decision. You... It was a decision. But it was, and it didn't come from, you know, a motivational experience. It didn't come from a, an inspiring teacher. It came from hitting rock bottom. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about that. Because <laughs> yeah. this was the thing that when you and I were talking that really st struck me. Because I had been there. Yeah. And I just wanted to hear how you had turned yeah. it around. Because you can be rock bottom yeah. and turn it around. That's the best turnaround, because at rock bottom, hell ain't no other way right. to go. Right. You got to go right. up. So right. that's a great time. You climbed to the top. Tell everybody about this journey. I struggled all through school. The last time I took English class, I got a fail. And my English teacher said I was the weakest writer she ever met in her entire life. The last time I took a speech class, same year, I got a D minus in speech, and my speech teacher said, Lisa, quote, unquote, I recommend you never speak in public that you get a desk job. 
So that was the beginning of my life. That was, the, that was my 19-year-old experience. And then I go on and I'm trying to figure it out, trying to figure it out. I was obedient. I went and got a job in accounting. I was in the collection department for seven years. Y'all don't know, I'm dangerous to accounting. I'm, <laughs> I'm just dangerous. And I'm in collections. And you know, you should never put a broke person in collections. <laughs> never, because everybody's reasons sound good to me. <laughs> not, not, I know it sounds funny, but it was real. Not only did I say, girl, don't you worry about paying that. I'm going to take your name off the list. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody went to jail because I was in I got fired from five different jobs. Yeah. And then I got pregnant with my son unexpectedly. And then at eight months, my son's father went to prison. I had to get on government's assistance to have my baby. I was on WIC, Women, Infant, and Children, to feed my child. And when my son was eight months old, I went to the ATM to get $20 out the bank because I didn't have any pampers for him. And in order to get $20 out, you got that $20 in. I had $11.42. And I still can't tell the story without getting emotional because it's my story. Mm-hmm. For two days, I had to wrap my son in, in a towel. But something happened, Steve, in those two days. I was at rock bottom. I was broke, and I was broken. Inglewood, California. My son laying on his back at eight months. I have a towel over him, and I have my hand on his stomach saying... Don't you worry, Jelani. Mommy will never be this broke again. And I made a decision. I was bankrupt. And every stinking thinking I had, I was bankrupt and trying to protect my pride. I was bankrupt and trying to be all that in a bag of chips and a bowl of grits falsified. Mm -hmm. I was bankrupt and trying to not ask anyone for help. I was bankrupt in everything that was holding me and keeping me where I was. Mm -hmm. I've always talked a good game. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't doing anything with my gift. Mm-hmm. And all that thing about potential, I was tired of having potential. I wanted to have my now. And I looked at that baby at eight months, and I said, I want to transform your life. Because you didn't ask to come into this chaos. Come on. As an African-American male child in South Central Los Angeles, with a single mother whose father's in prison, he had a 66% chance of going to prison himself. Not on my watch. Mm. Not on my watch. So if I have to be willing to drastically transform myself so that I can become the woman that I know I can be. Right. And that's what I began to do. I was radical. What did you do, Lisa? What, what did you do to change your life? First, um, I realized I couldn't grow with people who were struggling like me. That whole, I don't want to leave nobody behind... No, I don't want to stay with y'all. Right. You don't even, you don't even want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to be the queen of this block. Yeah. And I became okay with the fact that it doesn't make me any less committed to my community, committed to my culture, committed to my family. The best thing I can do for you is not stay here with you. That's right. When I got that, I went to places I'd never seen before. I went to conferences where people were talking about money, talking about prosperity. Yeah. Talking about... It was like, no habla espanol. What y'all talking about? ROIs and PPMs and term agreements and capital fundraising and bottom lines. And what is that? What, what is... I'm, I'm going to stay until I learn what you're talking about. I went to the same conference 42 times. And there I raised $532,000 in capital for my company to start my dream. And my dream was to transform teen lives. I want to teach teens how to fall madly in love with themselves and how to make integrity-based decisions. And I got it funded, and I started working. And that was the beginning of me rescuing myself. I realized that I am my rescue. 
No one else is my rescue. Mm. I am yeah. my rescue. That is, see, my daddy's famous line to me was, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. Right. He said that, that was... Was Lisa Nichols and oh my gosh, can she speak? Can she transfer emotions? She is so great. Her stories are so inspirational. They're actually very heartfelt. And I hope that you guys didn't enjoy this clip. I hope that this clip inspired you guys to your core. I hope that you guys really felt this clip more than any other. I hope that you guys could feel her, her emotional pain not only speaking about it and reliving the situation in her mind, but you can just tell that it's something that she went through by the way that she speaks about it. And the reason why I wanted to bring this clip to you guys on this Motivation Monday is because if it doesn't do anything else for you guys in terms of inspiring you today, it will definitely remain in the back of your minds. And it will definitely be something that you guys think about when you're going through tough times, tough experiences, tough moments in your life. But I really do hope that you guys took away from this clip a feeling that makes you want to get out, get up, and do something. Take some action because like the title of this episode, no one is going to come and rescue you. You have to rescue yourself. And I think that that is where Lisa Nichols, in her story, when she had the towel on her son holding his stomach with her hand and she's told him, that, don't worry, Jelani. We'll never be this broke again. She had and went through that moment. And a lot of times on previous episodes, I've spoken about that line in the sand moment, that one moment that you have in your lives. Maybe some of you guys have had that moment. Maybe you haven't had it happen to you quite yet, or maybe it's happened to you on smaller scales throughout your life, but nothing huge enough to really impact you and motivate you to get up and do something. <laughs> now, I don't want you guys to feel like you have to be doing something every single day to improve, but the reason why I say I hope you are is because of that compound interest. It's because of everything that happens, it accumulates over time. You never see results right away, but over time, you start to see those results. And so on this Monday, this beautiful story again by Lisa Nichols, you guys can find the entire talk on YouTube. It's actually when she's speaking with Steve Harvey on the Steve Harvey show. Great, great, great clip. You guys can find more about her on motivatingthemasses.com and all of her speeches are on YouTube. But again, I hope that you guys really enjoyed and loved this clip. And I hope it's something you guys can carry with you throughout this week, throughout next month, throughout the next year. And it's something, it's a story you can always come back to to re-spark that feeling within yourself that you can improve and that you will improve. Because the only thing stopping you is you. And so don't wait for somebody else to come and help you out of your situation. Don't wait for somebody else to tell you it's okay to make a blog post. To start creating and doing something that you love to do. To start and put out your own music. Write your own book. Whatever it is that you need to do, you need to do it. And you need to do it now. Take a small step to improve your lives for the better. 
Again, I want to say thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of The Boy in the Journey. I love you guys for listening. And again, I hope you guys really enjoyed and felt this clip. Please leave a rating, a like, and a comment on Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or just iTunes in general. You know, you guys do your thing. Keep it 100. Let me know how you like this clip, this episode. And let me know personally about your own journey, what you're going through, your thoughts on a day-to-day basis. How do you think? What do you think about the future? Do you think... That you're doing enough? That you're not doing enough? (laughs) Oh man, I hope you guys have a super fantastic day. I'll see you guys tomorrow for another episode of The Boy and the Journey. But for now, I'm out. Peace.